Welcome to our Pnimi. This is Saratoga Beth. Yesterday we talked about Lech as a preparation, leaving everything behind, everything familiar behind, your old mindset, your old way of doing things, your old feelings, your old frequency, and leaving it behind and going to the, and going into Tyra, diving full force into the words and, uh, and the energy of Tyra, and being in that place, it, you could say it's, a, it's an ear mikla, it's a city of refuge. And in order to do it, we said yesterday, in order to do it fully, this is Lech Lecha Miyartcha. This is the Parsha. This is what Hashem said to Avram Avinu. Leave behind what you had and go to the place that I will take you where, you know, my very essence and my tire, et cetera, my tire, my essence, et cetera. So Lech Lecha is always in order to go, go deeply into Tyra and, and to that place, you have to let it, leave everything behind. But, Today we're going to talk about the physical place that Lecha was, that Avram Avinu had to go to. Because Hashem said, leave behind a physical land, your father's house, your birthplace, etc., and go to a land, a land that I will show you. So it's not just go to a level of reality and a consciousness, but it's also going to a land. You can't, you know, you can't take it away from the simple understanding. So from that we understand that um, I'm going to try to read inside that um, the second part of the Parsha, where Avram Avinu puts his foot on every part of the land of Israel, and the third part of the Parsha, where he's promised this land will be yours forever, and the fourth part of the Parsha, which is a covenant about this very thing, this land will be yours forever, that can only happen with Lech Lecha. Which for ourselves, then, we understand that means that there is something we have to do to conquer the land of Israel. Of course, the question is, we already conquered it. So, so what's the question? We conquered it. It was given to us. It was promised to us. He put his foot on the whole land of Israel. It's ours, etc. What are we doing now? What are we doing about Lech Lecha now? You know, we got the land of Israel. Maybe. So, um, and you could say the question is even stronger. Um, you could say, well, maybe just, again, a spiritual avayda. Machta Eretz Yisrael. Make the land of Israel in every place that you are. Wherever you are at any given moment, make the land of Israel there. Okay. Is that what it's about? If we already got the land, then maybe now just expand the land so to speak, the frequency of the land of Israel to, to uh, expand to the entire world. But here's the question. Here's the point. Even though we think we were given the land, question is, how many lands are, how many lands comprise the land of Israel? Ten. How many did we ever get? Seven. What's left? An extra three. Three is a big number, in, right? Three is a big number, especially in Chabad. But three is a big number in the world of Tyra. Three, three. With the people of the three, you can do a million threes. We're not going to go into all the threes. But three is our number. Three is a chazaka, etc. So seven of them we have already. Three of them, Kani, Knizi, the Kadmaini, we don't yet have. They're ours. But nobody over there is too happy about giving them to us. Now, 
just a minute ago, we heard an unbelievable piece of information, which is that by the, well, oh, sorry, I'll proceed it with this. Where are Kani Knizu de Kadmaini that we don't yet have fully, that they don't want to give up to us? Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, la-di-da. How interesting. The hotspots. Same hotspots that we were dealing with during the Gulf War 30 years ago in the year of Tafshin Nun Aleph, Niflaut Er Enu, the year that the Rebbe said these, there will be wonders, such unbelievable wonders, Niflaut, and you'll see them, and there were, there were incredible wonders. And now 30 years later, we're in Plaus Er Enu, Tafshin Pei Aleph, and there are even greater wonders. And so, no doubt, these plows are going to center around those three hotspots, Haney, Kneezy, Sekadmini. Because the whole mission for, of, of Mashiach, Geula, completion, wholeness, world peace, you name it, it's all, it's all centers around Lech Lecha, Avram Avinu, Lech Lecha, going to the, this land and acquiring it a hundred percent. So now we're up to the the um, the next leg of the journey is acquiring Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, or those places. It's somewhere around there. I'm not sure, but it definitely includes Saudi Arabia. So now we just heard that Saudi Arabia is lining up, ready to do the Abraham, Abraham, Avram Avinu peace accords with Eretz Yisrael, Saudi Arabia, on Election Day. That's pretty unbelievable. Okay, so here we're saying, here we're saying, first of all, let's backtrack before we talk again about Saudi Arabia. So imagine that. We cannot, and since all ten lands comprise the land of Israel, and we only have seven, then the whole thing doesn't work. If we don't have Shlemus Aris, the complete land of Israel, if the Jewish people don't fully own the land of Israel, then let's just say it in a simple way, nothing in life really works properly. It, 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 um, everybody knows about times when they had billion-dollar computer systems ready to go to do, you know, anything. And one washer for 46 cents was faulty, and the whole thing didn't work. Um, and we know, Rahman Uslan, what happened with um, Ilan Ramon. Was that his name? Who, you know, the astronaut, the astronaut that um, perished in space. When, how many years ago was it now? 20 years, it seemed 15 years ago, that perished in space. And what happened to his spaceship when he was, you know, he was doing this whole circling of the Earth. One little tile um, flew off the the spacecraft and it caused the whole thing to completely self-destruct. It took some time, but because it it did, one little tile came off, eventually the spacecraft started to heat up and eventually the whole thing blew up with everybody inside of it. Right? And it was it was it was a horrific thing. It was one little tile. So we understand that what Today we know that one little thing, one little 46 cent piece of the computer system that's billions of dollars and the whole project doesn't happen, whatever the project is. 
Um, we always say the piece of the puzzle, we'll see this in a couple of parses from now, the puzzle that costs $1,000 and you get it at the dollar store. Why? Because one piece is missing. It's virtually useless with that one piece missing. All it is is one piece. So all of reality, all of, the whole world really centers around whether the world understands or not. Um, the Jewish people, the land of Israel, the Tyrus. Our our connection to Tyra and our connection to the land of Israel grounds all of reality and sets all of reality into a a um, mode of truth so that the more that the Jewish people are connected to the land of Israel and have ownership over the land of Israel and connected to the Tyra, the more it grounds, that reality grounds and solidifies the entire world, not just the Jewish world, obviously, because it is the basis of everything. It's not just another thing. It's not just another nation and another land and another place. If it were just another place, there wouldn't be so much dispute over a tiny little piece of real estate that's smaller than the province of Manitoba. Nobody even knows where Manitoba is, right? That right? So Manitoba is probably bigger. I don't know, but I never went to Manitoba. Let's say Saskatchewan is probably bigger than Eritrea. Why don't you hear the disputes about Saskatchewan? It's a little because this is the place. It is the center of the world, the Holy Land, and our connection to the Holy Land puts the whole world either on a trajectory of truth or a trajectory. And when we don't have it, a trajectory of the opposite of truth. God forbid. That's why we understand that the battle in the elections is: Are you voting for ultimate truth? Not my feeling of truth, but God's experience of truth? Or are you voting for what looks like very, you know, bubbles and balloons and sweet little cotton candy, kind of a small T truth, but it's not ultimately God's truth? You know, are you voting for the Republicans or the Democrats, basically? That's what it's down to at this point. When we're voting, this is, are they going to take this sheer down? I don't think they have time to listen to it. When we're voting on, on this election day, we're voting for someone who stands for Shlemus Aris for the whole Eretz Yisrael, or somebody who opposes it, just like they always opposed it. We got so used to the world opposing it. The UN opposes us and hates us and this and that. This and that. It's almost too good to be true that there's, that Asa, the representative of Asa, is there saying, Let's get you hooked up with the land of Israel fully so that the whole world can work properly. This is the whole function of Asa. I know I'm going off on a tangent, but this is the whole function of Asa. Asa, how many Balei Tshuva had experiences where a non-Jewish friend made them do Tshuva and made them become Fum? Walked, walked into a restaurant and said, what are you doing here? You're eating here? Aren't you Jewish? And then the Jewish friend felt so bad, and they said, no, you shouldn't be eating here. You're Jewish. We're friends. What, what do you want from me? And then eventually they would go to, your, go to your temple, go to your synagogue or something. You shouldn't, you know, how so many people have, have stories of their non-Jewish friends pushing them to tshuva, Asa pushing Yaakov to tshuva. This is not a brand new thing. This is something that's been going on since the 60s, since the 70s. Right? Since the 1970s. This generation, the Darashvi. So, so Asa now is very much focusing 
his the question was Asa's identity crisis, let us call it. We have two Asa's. We have Trump and we have Biden. They're both Asa's. And they're both representing, I would say, Asa's alter ego, his identity crisis. The big Asa, the ultimate Asa's identity crisis. Do I want to stand for the Jewish people having their rightful ownership of the land of Israel completely? Or do I want to oppose it, God forbid? The thing is about the, the, the Taish of the Asav, the one who's more on target, is that he somehow must recognize, or, or, or his mazel recognizes, maybe he doesn't, I don't know what he thinks, but his mazel is pushing him to, um, to do things that, that clearly acknowledge that without the Jewish people being fully, full owners of the land of Israel, the world will not work anymore. And the other guy is still working on the supposition that we don't need Jewish people, Israel, this and that. Who are they? What are, they're not an important part of the equation. One is saying they're a pivotal part of our the equation of our future, our ace of world future. And the other guy is saying, eh, who are they? It has nothing to do with anything. So here comes the world, the, the, here comes Lech Lecha, and Lech Lecha is all about this exact issue. As we're gearing up, people are already voting, right? The elections are already happening this week in Lech Lecha. And what are they voting for? Exactly what we discussed. So, so that's why, why do we need Lech Lecha now, going back to the, our personal writer? Well, now it's pretty simple. We need Lech Lecha to get the land of Israel. So now we're saying, wait, we already got it. Well, okay, but we didn't get it fully. As long as we don't have it fully, it's as if we don't, we almost don't have it at all. That, you don't have to be a genius to understand that in any other part of your life. Um, you know, <laughs> somebody orders rain boots and it's, um, you know, they get up in the morning, they order their boots online and it's pouring rain and they're, oh no, what am I going to do? I can't go out. I don't want to ruin my shoes. So their friend says, I thought you got rain boots. And she says, well, I ordered them, but they didn't arrive yet. So she said, so what are you complaining about? Your feet aren't going to get wet. What do you mean my feet aren't going to get wet? Well, you ordered rain boots. I know, but they didn't arrive at my door. As long as they didn't arrive at my door, I ordered them. That's good. But as long as I didn't arrive, my the the package of boots did not arrive at my door yet. If I go outside in shoes, my feet will get wet. I mean, right? It's a step. But if I don't actually have the boots on my feet, it it's not going to help. I have to, like, the whole thing goes, you know, get real, like, real time. I'm wearing the boots. And then the whole thing works. So real time, we get Eretz Yisrael, boom, the whole thing works. So Lech Lecha is, for us, and for the whole world, Lech Lecha, I guess, now has morphed into an Avaida for the whole world. Because the whole world now needs Eretz Yisrael. Once upon a time, the Jewish people needed Eretz Yisrael. It seems like we've moved past that. Right? We've moved past that. Now the entire world needs Eretz Yisrael, needs us to have Eretz Yisrael, including Keni Knezi Vikadmaini, in order for the world to work. The world, if it 
goes the way the Democrats would want, we don't have much left to go, you know, and then it will just self-destruct from in, intense, insane, whatever, right? right? And they're very simple, um, even to be quite, I'm sorry to be very graphic, but the way, there wouldn't really be propagation of the species, quite honestly. You know, the way in the time of Nayak, the Mabo, it's not only that Hashem destroyed the world because people were evil. The world would have destroyed itself. I mean, the world has created that male and female create the next generation together. That's the way it's set up biologically. Once it's no longer going that way biologically, well then, there, you know, eventually a couple of generations down the line, no one's left because the propagation process has come to an end. So nobody has... I, with that mindset of the, you know, the that leftist mindset, uh, no one has to come along and be, make a big flood. They'll just do it to themselves. The, the world will only last another couple of generations, and then we're done. You know, go go do other. That's it. It's over. God forbid. So, with all of this, we see that the world is begging for the the world is living lechucha. The world is being told by Hashem, leave everything behind that you're used to and and go to the land of Israel. It became everybody's obsession, either for or against, go towards the land of Israel. But it's a place, we need to acquire this land of Israel. And we need to give it to the ones who need to be there, etc. This is the whole issue. Now, how do we know that this is the this is something on 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 the agenda for the whole world, Lech Lecha is said to Avram Avinu. Okay? So what are the accords called? The Avram, the Abraham Accords. And the whole world is thinking about these Abraham Accords. The whole world is thinking about Avram Avinu. He came back into, not, not everybody in the whole world, John Doe, who lives in Arkansas, isn't necessarily always thinking about Avram Avinu. Let's say John Doe is not religious, right? So here's John Doe. Here's Peter McPherson living in Manitoba. Peter McPherson has a life. He's not necessarily thinking about Avraham Avinu in his everyday life. He's thinking whether, you know, his tractor will work, etc. Now, with it, you know, are his kids getting their homework done or not? How often is he thinking about Avraham Avinu? All of a sudden, Peter McPherson is thinking about Avraham Avinu. Because he's listening to the news and he's like, what? These Arab countries are, you know, doing this Abraham Accord. He's either for or against. But he's thinking about Avraham Avinu. Right? So you've got the whole world with Avraham Avinu center stage. He, he is making himself very, very visible. And and people have different feelings about him and people different feelings about what Avraham Avinu seems to be trying to do. It's like he's saying, hey guys, I'm the one in the Parsha, right? And we're in the week. We're in the, we're already in the election week. We're already voting. It's about me. Me. Lech Lecha. I'm, I, I did it once. You can do it too. Um, I just saw something. You can do it too. You can go towards truth. You can move towards the essence of Hashem's essence, God's essence. And you can move in the direction of that the world needs to go in so that we 
we, Yaakov, Esav, Yishmael, etc., can all have world peace and live together. I'm the, I am here to, what's the word, create the deal? Uh, I don't know, there's some fancy technical term. To author the deal or whatever. Facilitate. Negotiate. Yeah, facilitate, right. Facilitate the deal. I'm here to do it. Me, Avram Avito. I'm coming out of the Chumash and I'm coming into real life. I'm coming into real time and I'm here doing it. I just heard actually something from Rabbi Nasik, Allah Shalom. We don't like to say Allah Shalom. And something, um, I didn't hear it, but something like every 60 years, there is um, a world, uh, an upgrade in the world, something like that. I have to listen to it again. An upgrade in the world in Tuxin Pei, I think, you know, 19, 2020 is that upgrade in the world where everything kind of becomes undone and we move to a new world order. You know, it's kind of like, it's almost like there's kind of a flood of a marble every six years, something like that. And this is, you know, this is, this is one of those years and this has been one of those those years. So, and we know that the, it's not only that we're talking about it, but we know that the other, the rest of the world is talking about the Great Reset. Everybody's talking about the Great Reset. The only thing is when we say the Great Reset, we mean something a little more in line with truth. No, not so much population control, right? But the other people are also saying the Great Reset. Everybody acknowledges that it's the time for the Great Reset, which is Lech Lecha. Lech Lecha is the Great Reset. Leave behind everything that you see as as everyday reality, normal ways of acting. It's all gone. You know, who's there behind the mask? I guess, I guess, maybe one of the reasons for the mask is so that... Um, you can you can do your facelift behind the mask and no one will know. You know what I'm saying? It's great to wear a mask if you're having if you're having lots of expensive dental work done. Right? No one will know. You come out and you look wow, you look great. What happened? Yeah, I had all this fancy dental work done and okay. In other words, right? I had all this facial work done and I look totally different. So I guess the world will become unmasked. Tushin Bay Aleph. Plus, I run a, a miracles unmasked in this year. Um, and while we're behind the mask, we're doing all kinds of stuff and nobody gets to see what we're doing in a way of left. So, um, now, one other question. What's going to happen to the seven nations of Israel that we already own? So those seven nations, which actually correspond to the seven midas, how, how you feel? You know, how you feel in life rather than how you think. Seven nations, seven lands of Israel correspond to the seven meters. How you feel? I feel a lot of, you know, I'm a very giving person. I'm a very, very uh, severe person. I'm a very this, you know, how you feel. Whereas the three lands of Kani, Kani, the Kud money that we don't get fully have correspond to how you think. Chachma Bina Das, or Ketar Chachma Bina. How you think. That... We're not asked so much to be resetting how we feel. We've been doing that for centuries, you know. Be a man, have good midas, you know. How do you feel? But really how we think. It's the mindset change, the, and the mindset revolution that is on the table right now. Because it's about shifting into 
the, the mindset that corresponds to Chachma Bina Das is a very high-level mindset. It's a Geula mindset, or especially Keser Chachma Bina. It's a very high-level mindset. It, as we say, it has a physical counterpart, those lands. Now, a person could say, uh, the people in Saudi Arabia, etc., Iran, Iraq, they don't seem to have a very elevated mindset. On the contrary, quite um, needing some fixing. That's where the miracle is going to be. Right? And the biggest, the biggest issue is, what is the biggest problem about their mindset? They thought that they didn't like us. They thought they didn't like us a lot. <laughs> they thought they didn't want us around. They thought that their world would be better without us. A great mindset shift, mindset shift is through this that as they're deciding now, huh, what were we thinking? Why didn't we like the Jews? Why did we think that the life would be better without them? Why did we think that we didn't want them around? What were we thinking? Maybe we had some extra spicy food for the past how many decades? And it affected our stomach, so we were just in a bad mood. What they are going to say, what were we thinking? Because you see already in the article that I the article that I read, kind of like they're saying, What were we thinking? They're here. This is you know, they they're part of they're part of the region. They live here also. They're the smartest. They're, you know, we've got a lot to get from them. They've got, they're very successful. They're very smart. They're very this and that. They have a lot to teach us. Our, I mean, I would say probably most of the leaders feel like our people are. No, I think the Palestinian people. Right. The Palestinian people have sold us down the tubes. That's what the Arabs are saying. The Palestinian people were finally recognizing they made fools of us. We're Arab people. We don't like, we're Arab men. We don't like to be made fools of ever. Like you don't make a, a you don't make a um, you know make an Arab man into a fool. You re- you treat him with respect. The Palestinians have not treated us, we Arab men, with respect. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. They're our real enemies. So all of a sudden there's this like ding. What were we thinking? Why didn't we go with the ones who are there to help us? You know who are there who can make our lives better? Why do we need these donkeys? And then you realize that whatever it was that held in place this giant lie, all of a sudden it just falls off. Like it's happening over a matter of weeks and days. All of a sudden, and who's uncovering it? Who's negotiating this deal? Asaph. It's it's unbelievable. Asaph is so stunning. Asaph, you know how we said yesterday. Asaph has to be the real, real Asaph, not a refined gentleman. We said, this Asaph, Trump, was not born in the Midwest, where people are very conservative and quiet and polite, but he was born in New York, where even the non-Jews seem very Jewish. They're like very big mouth. You know, everybody has a mouth. Everybody has an opinion in New York. You know, everybody like, hey, bud, you know, get out of my way. Get your little tin can car out of the way. In the Midwest, people don't talk that way, especially non-Jews. If, 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 if your car is in the way, nobody in the Midwest, not even in Ottawa, you know, you know, Ottawa, Canada, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Canada, no, the average ASA is not going to say, hey, bud, get your tin can of a car out of the way. 
they'll say, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, um, it's going to be very polite. In New York, the same Asa, you put him in New York, he's like, hey, bud, get your tin can out of the way. Very kind of like, very, uh, what's the word, lusty. Do we say that? So here we have an ace of that's born in New York. So he takes on those kind of New York brash mannerisms. It's part of who he is and enables him to deal with, you know, a tough, a tough mafiosa type of a world. You know, when he's going to negotiate, when Asaph is going to negotiate the deal with Yishmael, Yishmael sometimes gets in a mood of toughness and 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 brashness and Yishmael's not you know has his own way of being that you can't have a little you know tiny twinkle toes kind of a person negotiating with Yishmael right you know well it's tiptoe through the tulip so his name Tiny Tim tiptoe through the tulip you can't have that you need a brash New York ace of like hey bud get your tin can car out of the way with that chutzpah that only uh, that a non-Jew acquires by by growing up in New York. So the the stage is set. It's amazing. The stage is stage is set for this miracle. And the what we want to ask ourselves is, what do I need to do to do my part to get this miracle to keep on moving forward? Because in the end, it is you know there. We always thought it's a scenario between the Jewish people and God, but the 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 world is part of it, but we are really essentially the leaders. They kind of spin off of what we do in our relationship with Hashem, our relationship with truth, with Tyra, with Eretz Yisrael, our determination, our go'ayin of all of that. They are there reflecting how good a job we're doing. So, um, um, And we said so, and all through the generations, even when there were times when everybody lived in the land of Israel, time of the base of Mizush, etc., there's still levels. Um, what does it mean that all Jews will be back in the land of Israel? Every Jew of every generation, as it was in the time of Yeshua and the time of the first base of Mizush, they were we were all there. But in the future, everybody, everybody, everyone, everything past, present, and future, it will all come together. It will all converge, and we will all converge in the land of Israel. So now we understand that the idea of Lech Lecha, this energy of Lech Lecha, this command, which again is not the least of it, I think we said yesterday, the least of the command part is the command. There are three things when Hashem commands you. One, He gives you a command. Two, He infuses you with the ability to do it. Three, um, He connects you to Himself. So the command part is the least it's the part people, people don't like commands in this generation. It's the least of the whole thing of what goes on when Hashem commands, so to speak. He makes us into totally different people. It's even possible that when Hashem commands us, so to speak, to do something, gives us a voice. it's just a um, more or less maybe, an excuse for him to be able to infuse us with unbelievable kaifas through the command. It's not just, you know, 
the command, okay, so you get crisis. No. The main thing is he gives us, he makes us into different people, but he has, but we have to earn it in some way. Can't just have an upgrade and not earn it in any way. So the command comes maybe, maybe, as the wrapping paper for this infu- for this upgrade that we, we go through. Free upgrades are never good. Because you've been upgraded. Right. I, you know how we know? Missing a piece. And you know how we know? Um, I always say, and I never do it, I want to specialize in doing healing work for people who have won the lottery. They have mostly very difficult lives. You know, they were not wealthy people whatsoever, often very, very poor people. And within a minute, they become very, very wealthy, and they can't handle it emotionally. Many, many people just, it, they break down. They can't handle it emotionally. It's just the upgrade was too much and too drastic. So we can't be upgraded to Lechlecha. We can't be upgraded just automatically. We won't have the vessels. We need to have the command, etc. Hashem puts us as one with him, etc. So, um, so it very much applies to right now. Because as long as we don't have the extra three lands, again we said Kani Knizvikadmaini, um then um we're we're in the middle of the process. And therefore if we're in the middle of the process that hasn't happened yet, what are we here to do? Lechlecha. It's just a formula. You want the whole world to belong to God? Uh yeah. Why? Because the world, when it doesn't belong to God, is um, on a downward spiral that will just crash, and it's, there's no, there isn't much of the future. Okay, okay. Again, you can be John the first and Peter the first, and you can recognize that at this point. Okay, so if you want the whole world to belong to God, then we need Shlemus Aris. We're in the middle of the process. What do we need to do? Reverse, reverse engineering. We need to do lechlecha. We need to acquire, we need to leave behind our old mindset and be ready for a new mindset. So, well, let's just remember it's on page 75. Um, Here are three, here's a line that's revolutionary and we want to, you know, ding, 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 ding. It's kind of something we want to pull out. It's called a pull quote. Pull it out and make it a separate thing and realize that in this, in this sentence is a revolution. What is the revolution? Ready? The Lubavitcher Rebbe is saying that um, everything that we just said now, we're really very close. Everything's been completed. And the Friedrich Rebbe said, we've even done Shuba. We've even polished the buttons, and according to all signs, this is the last generation of Gullus and the first of Geula, and therefore, we need to be prepared for Lechlecha, this is not the revolution yet, yet, to acquire all ten lands. So, here's the revolution. I'm going to say it in Yiddish. Und der Chiddush wird Design. So, what will be the novelty? Yeah, okay, so, this was, this was, we've been trying to do this for over three you know, three and a half thousand years. No, what's the revolution? The Vetakumen di Gimel Arzas, the Darche Noem, the Darche Shalom. 
These three lands, Kani, Kniziv, Kadmani, which are somewhere around Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, those places, we will acquire in a pleasant way of shalom and pleasantness. Why? Because in that time of Yemaisa Mashiach, there won't be war. Then what will happen? We're not going to have to fight in a bloody, disgusting, horrific, terrifying war to get those lands out of their hands. They're ours. Excuse me, sir, Abdul. Uh, that's my land. Uh, that's our land. Would you mind? Is it right? Oh, I know. Right? How will we? What is, are they going to give up their land to us? These are our three lands. The whole world depends on us having those three lands. The whole thing being complete. The puzzle is done. The whole world goes into into eternal peace. But you can see that the people living there may not so happily give them up as they have been staying in the United Nations for decades. So what's going to happen? We'll have to fight, God forbid, a bloody war. No, 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 no. Then what? Watch this prophecy. Nor the Umata Island bellens us a lane the nations will will by of them in themselves give them up to the Jewish people of their own free goodwill. I will say it again. There won't have to be war. We will acquire those three lands in a peaceful way because the nations will give them to the Jewish people of their own free goodwill. Well, here we go. Who's making it happen? Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu with his, let's see, grandson. Avram Avinu finally was able to get his grandson on board and like, you know, kid, get out of bed and do something good. You know, like how long can I deal with a kid off the derrick? Get it together already. So he's getting, Avram Avinu is finally getting Asav on board. And Yishmo, Avram Avinu was saying, Time to take responsibility for my kids. <laughs> right? Right? Like, so, um, Yishmael's like, not towing the line. Asa isn't towing the line. It's time. Avnadinu somehow through us is finally being empowered to get them on board. And to get Asa, to get Yishmael like, okay, hey bro, let's just go and do this, and let's do what we were created to do. You know, Zadie is not happy about the way we're doing things. All right, fine. Right? That's what's happening now. The nations of the world will give us the land of Israel for their sake. They're not doing it yet because they're such tzaddikim. They have a while to go yet. Once they start to once they start to interact with us, they're going to go very quickly. They're going to you know they're going to drink our wisdom and they're going to like hey guys are pretty good you know wonder why, hey we should have been asking you questions before uh, yeah we were saying that okay well what should we do you know because because Ishmael had this bloody instinct but and so did Asa but once they get past that things are going to move very quickly so the nations of the world. Why are the nations of the world ready to do it now? Why is Saudi Arabia, please God, preparing on election day to 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 do to to give his Zaydan Uh Wait, who is it? Yishmo is his his father. Right, to give his father Nachas. 
to give his father Avna Binunachas and say, okay, Ta, all right, fine, I'm going to make, I'm going to make peace with, um, Yitzchak Avinu, with my brother. Wait, Yishmael, with my stepbrother, how does it go? I don't know all these family ties. Right? All right, Ta, okay, fine. I heard you, I heard you, I heard you. Why is he going to do it? Not because he became a big tzaddik, but rather because it makes sense politically. All of a sudden, Yishmael wakes up and realizes, politically, we've got to be a little smarter. This, The way we're doing things isn't working anymore. This is good for us. That's fine. The first part of a tshuva process is fine, a million percent fine, if the person says that I'm doing it for my own benefit. Just do it. You know, if a person says, I decided to start keeping Shabbos because I I noticed that when I close my store on, on Shabbos, I actually make more money. Because, okay, you don't have to be Lishma. When you start off not Lishma, you end up being Lishma. First step, do it for your own selfish purposes. No problem. Eventually, the purification of it will bring you to the next step. You know, Tshuva Tata, Tshuva Allah. Tshuva from fear, you do tshuva from fear, like, oh boy, the Palestinians are going to ruin our, ruin the Middle East. Okay, good. Dump them. Go with Lahabdul the Yidin. For selfish purposes, no problem. Of their own free goodwill. Of their own, I saw a very nice picture, um, that said, the Shekhinah is in pain having to wear a mask, um, mosque, mask mosque for 1,500 years. Having to have a mask moth over its face for 1,500 years, it's in too much pain. So, here, let's pull all this to summation and see what does this have to do with Tyra? So, when we're talking about Lech Lecha as a preparation for Tyra, remember we said, now Lech Lecha gives us the land of Israel and gives us the Tyra. So, the Shlemus of Mat and Tyra will be in the future when we'll have the whole Eretz Yisrael, all ten lands. It goes together. One doesn't go without the other. So according to how much you have a whole Matan Taira of the future, because what does that mean, a whole Taira? The Taira we learn now is sort of, it's sort of nothing compared to the Taira of Mashiach. It's so superficial relative to the Taira of Mashiach. And and it's so superficial relative to Tarek Hadashim So, so to speak, have we received the Tarek relative to what we're about to? This is kind of like the prep. We feel like, oh, we Jewish people have the Tarek. This is really relative to the real thing, the prep. You know, that idea of people say, oh, wow, I went to this place, they had the most amazing sushi. They said, listen, if you want to have real sushi, you know, this is like Brooklyn sushi. You want to have real sushi, I'll take you to Japan or wherever it comes from. You know, have real sushi, and they have a kosher place there. Now you're going to see what real sushi is, and you'll say, ah, what did I think? That was like plastic sushi in Brooklyn. So we're going to find out and realize the, the, our, the way we have the Tyra will end up feeling like sort of plastic, like a preparation for the real thing. Right now, we think we have the real thing. When we get to the real thing of the real, the full Tyra, we're going to realize that this that we're doing now is Lech Lecha. So, hi, so, oh, so, oh, you're Jewish? Yes. 
so, oh, that's so nice. What do you do? Um, you know, they think I'm going to say, oh, I'm the editor of a magazine. I work in corporate America. They say, no, 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 no. So, so what do you do? What they say, oh, I do lech lecha. That's it. I used to say, you know, well, I'm a Mashiach activist. No, let's call it a different name. I do lech lecha. Oh, you're Jewish. I never met a Jewish person before. Really? So what do you do with your life? I do lech lecha. That's it. I'm on the, I'm on the road. That's why, you know, Maybe that's why Yidin were always thrown out of. They would be in a land. They never had a permanent place. They were always on the road again. Okay, pack up your bags and on the road again. We're travelers. Why are we travelers? Because we are Lech Lecha. Our Zaydi, Avram Avina said, hey, bro, we, we do, that's it. We're doing Lech Lecha. That's what we're about. So no, but we're the people of the Tyra. And we said, listen. Our, what you think is your connection to Tyra now is still a lechlecha. It's a preparation to receive the real, 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 deeper, deeper Tyra. So right now, we're in the process of lechlecha. What do you do all day? Lechlecha. What else is there to do? This is it. All the things that we do, whether we go to work, we shop, we this, we do projects, we do marketing, we run a this, we run a that, it's all one thing. Lechlecha. Getting us to the real Eretz Yisrael, the full Eretz Yisrael, getting us to the full Tyra, getting us to become the leaders of the world in a way that the world says, please lead us, you have wisdom. What do you think all this Pneumitsa Tyra that we've learned for decades? You know, Abdul, you know, me and my, what's her name, my friend uh, Kazia or something like that, <laughs> like, she wants to know, you know, you're going to have all these Yishmo ladies coming to you and saying, please teach me. And you're going to have all these eighth of ladies coming to you and saying, please teach me. You've been steeped in this for decades, and this is brand new to us, and we suddenly realize its value. So sorry, we're latecomers. Did we miss you know, <laughs> Did we miss the beginning of this year? It's okay. You step in and into the middle, and they are going to want to know every drop of anything you've ever learned before it's, it's all going to have to come back to you because the whole world will be tugging at you, begging you to teach them wisdom, both Yishmo and Asa. So that means that, hmm, that means that, let's see, oh wow, the preparation of Lechlecha has to do with Matantara. Um, um, and as we said, the Matan Tyra of the future. Okay. So, to, so to sum it all up, we're standing at, in probably, it's hard to believe, you know, sitting here in New York City or wherever we are or, you know, whatever it is, Ottawa, Canada or some little yeah, place. It feels like, come on, could I be in the midst of the, the, the eye of the storm of where history is being made at this moment? Yeah, who am I? What are we? What is it? You know, come on, another year. The cynics would say, it's another year. It's another year. And yet we know that, in a sense, it's number one, we all know, the most important elections in all of American history. And, of course, we know that this has nothing to do, this has, not only to do with Americans. So, so let's say you live in uh, Australia. So what do you care? 
but these elections will determine the future of the world for a very long time. So the whole world is hanging on this. It's kind of scary. The whole world is hanging on this, and the whole and and we're in the midst of, you know, the <laughs> the transition, the mabel, just you know, and the lech lecha of the whole world. Avram Avinu is saying, "I'm taking charge. We're going to do this. Enough. How long can you let your kids, you know, hang out, you know, <laughs> right? Smoke, you know, like." Enough, enough. Now we've done what we needed to do. We did the bearer. Asaf already went through his bearer 30 years ago, as the Rebbe announced. The bearer of Asaf has been completed. And one other thing that I'll say, um, Imparshas told us we're going to see that the Rebbe discusses the union of when David, when David Amelech was old and on his deathbed and um, Bathsheba came to him and said, you said that my son would be the successor, Shlomo Melech. And thus, I think nothing and Navi came, I don't remember, and, and, but Bathsheba came and said, I want to promise that my son will be the successor as we go into Yemaisa Mashiach. Because there were other sons that wanted to be the successor. And David and Melech knew that he was at the end of his life. He was on his deathbed, that's why she came. He knew that he was at the end of his life, and he knew that there will be a successor. And he promised that the lineage would come through Shlomo Melech. Shalom. Peace. Peace. The lineage to Mashiach, the process of Mashiach in the end, will come through peace. And Bathsheba, his wife, one of his wives, bowed down and said, Yechi Adaini HaMelech David Ba'ilam. And the Rebbe says, what are these words? What are these words? May David HaMelechim David live forever? He, he told her that he has a few hours left to go. And he will have the successor. Why is she benching him to live forever? And Chassidus says, that this gives him the power to do what he needs to do to his essence is born and for him to step into the Geula process and bring the Geula, including the bearer, the purification of Esav and Lavan. Including one of the big jobs of Melech and Mashiach is to bring about the Tshuva and the purification of Esav and Lavan. Lavan is a very tricky guy. Esav has his own thing, to bring this whole process about. And so we understand this is what is is the front burner, I'm not going to call it project, mission of Avram Avinu today, to bring the whole world to this piece, all of its children together, one helping the other to bring the whole thing to fruition, and that's what he's doing today. And it's our schuss to be, to assist him and be part of the process and to do as, do lechlecha in the fullest sense that we can. Receive the Torah, receive Eretz Yisrael, go forward and may we find ourselves way before the elections in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, the whole Eretz Shlema Sa'am, Shlema Sa'am, Shlema Sa'am, Shlema Sa'am.